Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast. A show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Betches Brides. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino, and today in the studio in NYC, we are joined by Lauren LaDuceur. Perfect. (laughs) I always up the name, but I think I did a good job. Okay. She is a planner and self-proclaimed type A bride. We're going to have her talk all about how you can plan your wedding to a T. She did an amazing bridesmaid survey, which we're going to get all into. A vendor presentation, which I know you all always ask about. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. (laughs) So we're going to have Lauren tell us. And then, you know, a bunch of other fun topics. Maybe we'll do a voicemail from the hotline, some unpopular opinions. Buckle up because it's going to be a great episode. Lauren, welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And also just to like talk bridal, you know? Yes. Because at this point, like we're two months out for our our wedding. (gasps) Oh my God. Don't remind me. That's going to fly. It's going to fly. Don't remind me. (laughs) But my fiance is like, do we have to spend every waking moment talking about this? I'm like, yes. So now I'm happy to be in a place that we love it. That's what we want to talk about. It's the best time to, it's the most stressful, but the best too. Like you're, right. this is when you're actually seeing the vision come to life more mm-hmm. and you're so excited for it. When's your wedding date? August 20th. Okay. And where? We're here in New York. So I'll be in Williamsburg. That's where our wedding is. What's your venue? Cause I think I saw a photo. Is it the, um, what's it called? It's called 74 White. Okay, yes, this is not an ad for that venue, but we <laughs> we like we're gonna have a Betches event there at one point when they first open. They're yes. brand new. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, they lit, they it looks like such a cool venue. I'm. It's so funny. I will have to shout out my fiance when we went um, venue shopping. Mm-hmm. Shop. Wow, that's a weird way to say it. But touring <laughs> venues, we did not buy a venue. Um, <laughs> uh, when we saw it, it was completely under construction, and so they were really just showing us like. Bare bones. Yeah, bare bones. I mean, I was in there with a hard hat on. And I was like, I, as as type A as I am, was like, cannot visualize this. Absolutely not. We're not doing this. And he was like, I see it. Like, this yeah. is the place. And I was like, I, great. Awesome. Let's check it off the list. He was right. And he was right. And it was so cool. We just, I just yesterday did a full walkthrough with my planner, the florist, catering, everything. And they were hosting an event there. But so okay. it was nice to see it in use. Okay. Okay, so you have a planner, oh, and that's yes. what I wanted to talk about because I asked you when you first came in. I was like, wait, so tell me, are you a wedding planner? What do you mean by planner? <laughs> Can you tell us what you do and how kind of that's, you know, you're, you're very type mm-hmm. A, how that's transformed into wedding? Yeah, totally, totally. So the very simple version is growing up, I've always been type A. Um, mm-hmm. and come from a military background, so I think it's ingrained in me just a little oh, yeah. bit. Um, and so like when I got to college and I was pulling out a planner and all these things, people were like, what are you doing? Why? <laughs> like, what is this? Um, and so I always thought being type A was such a bad thing. But now I think being type A is my superpower. When and you're planning like, a wedding. Exactly. You know, <laughs> forget it. And it's so I started just creating a couple years ago online, 
really kind of talking about like how do we use planning tools and organizational tools to help us in our day-to-day lives. Oh, and I need that. That just kind of exploded in like yeah. the best way possible. Um, so now I am a creator full time and all the social media gurus are like, stick to one niche. Like don't ever do anything that's not on your social media <laughs> profile, which like I don't Whatever. believe in. But so then I just kind of started posting about wedding planning and truly I think in planning at all, um, you know, I used to work in corporate events. I used to work in corporate marketing. Gotcha. Planning I think is one of the most intentional things that you can do. And so I think everyone in their wedding is worried about like, what are the intentional details? What is going to make my wedding stick out from, you know, the 30 other weddings we're going to this summer? Right. Um, and I think the planning in leading up to that is what makes it so special and mm-hmm. really is where that intentionality falls. So That's anyway. That's so true. Um, and I tell people, try to keep in mind, like, have fun. This is like an oxymoron. <laughs> have fun while planning. No, but like try to have fun while planning right. the wedding because it can be, you can get in this rut of it being so miserable and then it's a vicious cycle of just like stressed, miserable, anxious, which that's totally okay if you are. I know a lot of you are, but like, I don't know, do it with intention like right. Lauren's saying and try to have fun. Exactly. Can, and I feel like when you're organized and type A like you are, it can be more fun. You yeah. probably feel so much more confident in your ability. And I love seeing everything come to life. Yeah. You know, I am not, I will be the first person to say, I'm not the visual person. I'm not the really? design person. You'd think because you do the actual right. planners. I mean, and, and I like, I mean, I mm-hmm. I like it. I want to see it. I want to, but like my mind is not creative in that way. Right. You know, I can't like look at typography and tell you anything about right, it. Right, right. You know, um, but yes, I, I, I also think it just makes it more fun because I know what I'm looking forward to and I know what's coming up and right. to see it all come to life and come together. How has that been being a type A personality, planning your wedding, but also hiring and working with a wedding planner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you guys butt heads? Like, is she like, Lauren, back the fuck off? Oh, sometimes. <laughs> okay. Sometimes. And I think definitely because like I was one of those people who booked my venue before I got engaged. And so <laughs> uh, there's lots. Yeah, I love we, that We, we can you. go on this for a very long Listen, time. Listen, you're smart because <laughs> venues are booked out years. years. And I didn't even get the date that I wanted, oh, quote unquote. You know, my goodness. we're very excited for the date that we do have. But um, I just having worked in corporate events and having mm-hmm. worked kind of that style, I just knew that myself would not be able to work without a planner. And right. so I think also too, and again, I think part of planning is, and part of being, being a bride is like setting very clear and upfront expectations at the beginning, whether mm. we're talking with planners, bridesmaids, parents, you know, yeah. whoever that may be. And then I also think like those boundaries and those expectations upfront make it work out really well. So when right. we hired our wedding planner, I was like, I don't want to look at 50 different floral Mm-hmm. florist you know I don't right. have time for that no I do not want to do that She's, send me your top three you know love and it. then you send me the top three I will look through them I will look through their proposals I will look through what makes sense obviously we're going to take into consideration our budget mm-hmm. and I will make that the you know yeah we'll, we'll we'll talk from there and so that's kind of pretty much how everything looks she'll send us like all right, here are four venues. Let's go tour them. Amazing. Here are three florists. Let's go do that. And, you know, she's a New York-based wedding planner. And yeah. So- you two must be a force, too. Because <laughs> well, most wedding planners, I feel like you kind of have to be right. a type A to be a wedding planner. So two New York wedding planners. New York also <laughs> is already, like, on one. So two New York planners, type A gals planning wedding. I'm I'm excited to see this wedding come to fruition. How many people are you having? 65. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that I, helps with the budget so much, too. It helps you with can the, do like, such cooler stuff. Yeah. You guys seriously, like, consider having a significant... I mean, mine was 160, so right. I can't really talk, but I always I always we're think, su- you know, what su- would it have been? It And again, I think this goes to, like, one of the biggest pieces of advice that I get asked, like, in my DMs is, like, I just got engaged. What do I do? And the first thing I always say is, like, mm-hmm. sit down and determine what you want your wedding to look like. You know, Mm -hmm. before we involve parents, before we involve planners, before we involve all of the outside forces, because everyone is going to have an opinion about your wedding, you know, thousand percent. And so I always say, sit down and figure out what do you and your partner want? What do you want it to look like? Mm -hmm. Something very important to John Michael is my partner's name. Um, Something very important to John Michael and I was that we wanted everybody at the wedding to know each other. I didn't want to have a wedding where I was meeting people for the first time. See, I love those types of weddings. I've been to one where I know all the guests and they're more intimate and it's just just such a different vibe. 100%. And so 
that was like a big deal for us. And we were like, mm-hmm. okay, what does that look like? New York for us is not a destination. For everybody else, it is a destination. Right. Take that into account. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm curious, what's been the most stressful part as a type A bride? I feel like if you're type A, you don't get stressed, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish. <laughs> like, I don't think I'm type A. I don't know, I can be about things. I cannot be though. I don't know what I am. I think I'm a, hey. I need to take a test and get and find the type. I can be both, but I think yeah. it depends for what. But I would get stressed like crazy planning my wedding. Do you get stressed or are you like, no, this is easy because oh, I'm no. so organized? I get so stressed, but okay. it's less about like timelines and okay. this and that aspect of it. I think there are very specific elements and that might just be like unique to me and my personality. Okay. You know, so like, I always say the most stressful thing for me in finding um, in the wedding planning process has been hair and makeup. Like really? that for oh, me. So, so like, yeah. And I think truly like I'm black and like, yeah. I mean, my hair is curly and I have natural curly hair and I love having curly hair, but I've also been a bridesmaid. And mm-hmm. like, if someone doesn't know how to do black hair no, and it's like day of, and they're like, you have 45 minutes. Absolutely not. No, I'm like, I'll do it myself. Get away from me. Yeah. You know, I've heard that. From- and so yeah. I think like for me, when I was looking, when I was thinking about like, what do I want my bridal day to be? You know, like Normally when I'm in a wedding, I'll go to a blowout bar, get my hair blown out mm-hmm. by someone who I know in an area that like trust. I trust. Yeah. And then day of, I'm dry styling my hair. And so, yeah. you know, it's it's a very different feeling than like, just like, I don't, I've, that never happened to me, but I'm assuming people like wake up and like shower and put on their eye mask and like yeah. get their hair and makeup done, you know? I think it depends for everybody. <laughs> I have heard horror stories with right. it though, with like hair and makeup people that don't know how to do different types right. of hair or like I've heard horror stories where a bride will do like three trials, be so happy. And then the day of like the person gets there and just something's yeah. off. And yeah. it's like, this wasn't what you did in the trial. Right. I've se- haven't you seen the TikToks of like- oh. Yes. The makeup gone <laughs> wrong. And that's where it's like, you know, you can't, not everything's going to yeah. go perfect, but you try to plan right. ahead as much. As much as possible. Yeah. And I mean, again, I worked with a planner. We have an amazing makeup and hairstylist team. I wanted someone okay, who, you know, I have um, bridesmaids of all backgrounds and ethnic right. identities, and I wanted everyone to feel pampered. You yeah. know, um, that was like very important to me. But right. I think that's like a very isolated incident in mm-hmm. that way. Um, in that, you know, when I talk to my friends who are brides, that they're like, my ceremony music, I'm like, oh, we got that on yeah. Like, you know, I, I'm like, can someone actually do my hair? Yeah, yeah. It's like ceremony music. That's right. easy. <laughs> so you're two months out. At this point, what are you working on for the wedding? You're pro- you have it all already. No. You're not I a proc- are you a procrastinator? Um, I work on my wedding every day. I mean, I feel like we're too, it's so funny because we started planning like a year and a half out. At first I was like, this Mm. is amazing. Like, this is so easy. There's something Why does everyone complain? Like, it's not, (laughs) plan. Like, if you are at a year and a half out or a year out or six months out, like it, right now I'm dealing with seating chart, you know? Um, (laughs) Right, right. So we're dealing with seating chart and welcome bags. And Mm, you're doing those. mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I went to, I've gone to a lot of weddings as everyone has this summer. Mm-hmm. I really like the welcome bags. Yeah. I think they're a little cute detail. Again, we're also 65. So like, yeah. oh, and not easy. everyone's at a hotel block, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's those details, you know? Right. It's uh, my biggest dilemma is bridesmaids pajamas. I don't know why that's like the worst thing in the absolute world. Um, if you're a bridesmaid pajama company <laughs> listening out there, please, you must reach out. We're actually doing a giveaway soon. It might be out by this point with... Um, Nadine Marabi, they do oh my gorgeous ones, uh, the, giving away bridesmaids pajamas. So enter it. Yes, I will. Um, I will. But no, I yeah, guys, send Lauren good um, bridesmaids pajamas Promise, suggestions. Please, you know, I don't <laughs> know. Why. That's it's so stressful. And to at, do it. I know at the end of the day, absolutely not a single person cares about it. Yeah. I know that like you know the photos. What maybe I put in a recap photo on Instagram or mm-hmm. I put it in a TikTok here and there. Right. But I'm like, that is legitimately what keeps me up at night is bridesmaids pajamas. I will say, not to plug Target here, <laughs> to like, but literally I recommend the Target ones all the time. I've had them as a bridesmaid in a wedding. They're so comfortable. I'll send you the link. Please. They look cute in photos. It's like long sleeves. It might be hot in the summer. Mm, whatever. I've ordered like six different pairs of pajamas. I love them. <laughs> and then I, then I like... Three days later, I'm like, absolutely cannot stand. Yeah, it. no. <laughs> Which again, it's such not such a thing. But it's, those are like the hyper 
that that's like what I'm stressed about right now. Yeah, yeah. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. So one of the things I desperately want to talk about, your TikTok is incredible. Your Instagram is incredible. Go follow her if you guys don't. Thank you. What's your handle? Plan with Lore. Plan with Lore. Go follow because she spouts knowledge on the day, <laughs> on the daily. Um, okay, so you made a TikTok about this bridesmaid survey that you did. Please tell us what was the goal of this and what was in it. Okay, this, I'm, I love to talk about this, but the bridesmaid <laughs> survey, we've all... You've been a bridesmaid, right? Mm -hmm. I've been a bridesmaid. It, being a bridesmaid, what, how do I want to phrase this in like the, I'm just not going to be nice. Being a bridesmaid is a massive financial and time commitment. And, you know, and I think when someone comes up to you and they're like, oh my God, here's this package, please be in my wedding. You're like, yeah, (laughs) without thinking about it. And then you're like, for some weddings, couple grand in a yeah, wedding. And then you're bankrupt right. later. And then you have eight other weddings. You yeah. Know? So I know what it's like to be mm-hmm. in that situation. And I think that there's a lot of pressure to say yes in that moment. Yeah. Um, so for me with the bridesmaid survey is before I asked any of my girls, I think it is your job as the bride to have your details down. I think before you're asking people to be in your wedding. So interesting. You need to know your date. Yep. And I know that a lot of people, I grew up in the South, a lot of people like like to see like, who's getting married and when are we getting married and mm-hmm. other dates overlapping. You're not, you're never going to please everybody. Mm-mm. So I think it's your responsibility to know the date. I think it's your responsibility to know an estimation of like um, how much they're going to have to spend. So are they responsible for their hair and makeup? Are they responsible yeah. for their dresses? Are they responsible for a bachelorette party? I think mm-hmm. you need to have ideas or a, or a rough outline a rough of like estimate right yeah. where you want to go on your bachelorette party and i think you also need to think through what expectations do you have of your bridesmaids so mm-hmm. do you want them wedding dress shopping with you do you want them at the bridal shower with you what does that look like and i think you need to sit down and have again a conversation with your partner to say like yeah. are we providing um accommodations mm-hmm. on the the wedding weekend are we doing hair and makeup are we doing dresses are we doing te- whatever that is and Listen, everyone's financial situation is different. I don't think there's a right way. I don't think there's a wrong way. But I do think it's imperative that you think through those details. Yeah. And so you have a conversation. So Mm -hmm. before I like officially sent a cute little proposal and like did all that, I sat down with each one of the people in our wedding and said, these are our expectations for you to be in our wedding. Mm -hmm. And that was in the survey. Yeah. So it was like kind of like, well, it was like in an email. And then, you know, like you embed the survey in the email, you know? Yeah, yeah. But that was in the email. You did a Google form. Yes. This is so, I mean, I just am sitting here thinking, can I be your bridesmaid? Like, this is so, I would be like, and and did, did you have people who said no after? Because they were like, thank you for setting these expectations. I can't really afford to do this. So not anyone who particularly said no, though I did give that an option. And I think okay. that's really important. Um I'm trying to think if anyone said no, actually. Um, no, no one said no. <laughs> or did, I know in your TikTok about it, you had different questions that were like, what What would you be willing to spend right. on The Bachelor? Like, was yeah. it over 500 from 200 to 300, right. whatever, right. the different tiers? Yeah. Did so, you have people who were like the lowest? Uh-huh, 100%. Oh, wow. So what we did is I said, first off, I said, if you don't want to do this, that's okay. You're not, not getting invited to the wedding. Mm-hmm. If you can only make bachelorette and that's like how you want to s- support on day of, and that's what it is. That's totally great. Fine. And I also think like, just because you lay out your expectations doesn't mean that they're going to happen. So like I yeah. had laid out, you know, Hey, um, we had like a wedding shower in lieu of like a bridal shower. I was like, I want everyone at my wedding shower. And mm-hmm. one of my bridesmaids was like, um, I can't make that. And I was like, okay, thank you for telling me, right. you know, like, Thank you for giving me, like, you're still going to be a bridesmaid. You're still going to be right. a part of it. But, like, that one element, you can't do. Right. So And you knew early on right. you weren't 
blindsided before exactly. because of this. But then in the survey, so once we put out all of that information and some of them, I got on the phone with them and like mm-hmm. had, comp- now I'm an emails person. My mm-hmm. friends know this about me. Some people would probably be like, that's the most impersonal thing ever, whatever. Like Works that's how you. I work. Mm-hmm. My friends know this about me. Um, And so then in the actual survey, I asked, you know, the normal things like, what's your pajama size? And yeah. what's your favorite booze? And what are your favorite snacks? But we got into questions of like, um, first off, I was like, what kind of dresses do you not want to wear? Because like, I personally so hate chiffon. And kind of you, you know, yeah. like, yeah. I don't love chiffon. But like, mm-hmm. I was like, what do you not want to wear? What do you feel comfortable? And how much do you feel comfortable spending on a bridesmaid's dress? Because yeah. that was something that I was like, you know, um, I decided to gift hair and makeup to all of the girls. So I asked them, do you Great want your gift. hair and makeup done? You know, mm-hmm. like, and some people were like, yes, please. I want to be pampered all day. And some people were like, no, I don't want anyone to touch my hair. You right. know, and I was like, Great. Tell me what that you want. Me know what I'm. What spending. you don't want. Yeah. And then I asked budget questions of like, how much are you willing to spend on the bachelorette? How much are you willing to spend on all of these different elements? So then I created my bachelorette total budget around Based that. Based on that, so smart. Were did that limit you? Like, did you want to go to? Columbia and at, for your bachelorette and girls said, no, I'm only willing to spend that much. Did you have to like compromise your decisions at all? So yes and no. That you'll hear, that's my favorite thing to say in the world is yes and no. Okay. Um, so we're doing the Hamptons. I go um, next weekend. That ain't too, co- that ain't um, compromising. Exactly. <laughs> and so here's another like element that I think that people should know is that I think you'll also have to be willing to spend on your bachelorette, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so there were certain elements and certain things that I wanted. I wanted to go to winery. Mm-hmm. I wanted a party bus. Mm-hmm. I wanted a boat. All of those things. I'm please, coming. Please. I'm inviting myself. <laughs> you know, but so we got the budget of like, hey, here's what everyone can do. I have two maids of honor. They're great. So they're dealing with all the like little details. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I um, really like I'm not doing bridesmaids gifts. And so like right. I gifted transportation. So instead That's of spending... Amazing. $100 on baskets and matching t-shirts yeah. and things of that nature, you know, Smart. I got us to, cause I mean, you've been, I'm assuming you've been to the yes. Hamptons. So like New York to the Hamptons, you know, instead of trying Same. to navigate railroads and things like that, I'm like, let's get transportation up there. But oh, that amazing. was a decision that I was like, okay, that's a financial contribution that I'm going to make to the bachelorette so to that have. my vision comes to life. And so, so smart, you know, and I, everyone's going to be different about like, do you expect your bridesmaids to pay for you? Do you not expect your bridesmaids to pay for you? Whatever it may be like, but I do think like if you have expectations of, I want to be destination, I want to be here, I want to be there to be willing to bear a brunt of that cost. Yeah. If that is your end all be all. Right. Right. Or I guess I always tell people have the perspective of like, if you really want to go there and you're telling them like, but I'm not going to contribute I'm just going to pay for myself, that kind of thing. You need to also just be okay with people not being able to. Right. And chances are the more, you know, cost worthy thing you're doing, the more people won't be able to attend right. because they can't afford. But and I, I love your perspective yeah. on this. And I think also too, and um, one really great thing that my maids of honor, like we have people who are all over from like in just terms of life and things mm-hmm. like that. And so there were a couple people who were said, hey, I'm willing to spend a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, if it's going to help someone out. And so I think also, too, just having those conversations. And I think if you're creating an environment. So, again, when I got engaged over a year ago, mm-hmm. when you create an environment of, like, open and healthy and honest communication, that's going to be what's throughout your entire wedding process. 100%. So even though like all my bridesmaids may not be best friends with each other, they feel comfortable and to confident to, to come to me mm-hmm. or to just even go straight to my maids of honors and say, I'm comfortable with this amount or I'm not comfortable with this amount or right. how can I help with this? Do you understand you're the opposite of a bridezilla? <laughs> like you are a dream bride. Were any of your bridesmaids with this survey with everything, were they all like, thank you? Or Every were they like- one. Oh, every single okay. one, every single one said thank you so much. So we're gonna have to post your TikTok, please or link it or something because I think I'll send a you lot. The, we'll we'll make a template. Looking back, all the questions you asked them at some point or another throughout the planning, I remember ask sort of asking to my bridesmaids, right. but it was like way all over the place. You know, later in the process mm-hmm. when they had already said yes, I'm like, want to go to Tulum now? Fund it yourself. <laughs> They're like, sure, Nicole, because we love you. But it's no. like, 
this is, I love that you're doing it all in an organized fashion in this Google Forms survey all up front. We need to link your TikTok because this is genius. And I'm not saying that it can't change. You know, like when I, where I am a year and a half later or a year since we got engaged and I asked everyone, like people's circumstances change. So like, I think it's an ongoing commute. Like it's an ongoing conversation. This is the start of it, right? Some bridesmaid could have gotten a promotion. She's like, hey, you know what? Actually count me in for the Hamptons yacht. Right. Like, you, you know? know, and so, but I think it's or opposite. Maybe correct. she's having a baby. She's like, "Yep, I'm cutting she's back." Like, mm, no, but yeah, that's that's the starter conversation, and there right. are more conversations throughout. And I think also too, um, for me, I am the only girl, so I have two brothers. Um, but like, you know, so wedding planning to me is so fun and so mm-hmm. exciting, and like, I don't necessarily like have sisters to geek out about wedding planning with, but. Since I've included my bridesmaids so intentionally throughout the process, they're all like, OMG, share with us what you're wearing here or what you're doing here. They're into it. Right. Or I know you're heading to whatever this weekend. Like, tell me all about it. Right. Because they've been included from the beginning. It's almost like they're really planning it with you. Yeah. That's so Which is so great for me. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, I want to talk about your vendor presentation next. Yes. You're making a lot of resources to send to a Please. lot of people here. Yes. Okay, so just to give context, I know we've mentioned things like this before. I ended up throwing together for my own wedding, like a last minute thing on Canva that was like, this is what these are going to look like. This is what mm-hmm. this, but it was already after I had hired the rental company yep. and hired the florist. And so I was taking what they had all brought. And I don't know, I did it very late in the process. And mm-hmm. a lot of vendors were like, okay, cool, thanks. But we right. don't need this. So you, I want to talk about yours. When did you do it? And what is it? What, yeah. what is this thing? So the vendor presentation is like, I call it like my Bible of wedding planning okay. in the terms of like, I use that to make every decision. So, I mean, obviously I had to figure out what my venue was going to be. Mm-hmm. But once I had my venue, I thought through what are florals? What do I want that to look like? Again, we all have a million Pinterest boards, but like, right. let's take the Pinterest boards ideas and like actually sit down and concrete think about them. You know, not just being like, I want a flower wall and I want bouquets and I want pillar candles. Like, great, yeah, we all do, you know? Right, right. But like, let's actually realistically think about that, Yeah. you know, and think about what does that look like in that space? Mm -hmm. You know, I say I'm not a visual person, but here I am making like diagrams, you know? Um, But like, what does that visually look like in the space? Does, where are candles even allowed in your space? You know, Mm. thinking through what are all of those details down to, what do I want food to look like? When mm-hmm. do I want food passed? What all of these ideas I thought through before and go into this presentation. Right. And so and I put them into this presentation. Things of what are my bridesmaids dresses looking like? What mm-hmm. do I want those bouquets to look like? What just every Smart. detail of like, you know, um what does live we're doing live music. So like what does live music look like? How mm-hmm. does this fit into the space? How are we incorporating this into the space? And so I think one thing that I thought and I shouldn't have thought this, but I thought like, oh, you go to a vendor and you say like, can you do this? And they're all going to say, yeah, sure. You know, hey, we want, I want a flower arch. Every florist doesn't say, great, we can do a flower arch. You know, they're never going to be like, we can't. Right. Unless whatever. Right. But like there, I just assumed um, that vendors would go through the design process with you. And that is not true for all vendors. Right. Now, some vendors do. But like, mm-hmm. let's be real, those vendors are going to be so expensive. Totally. And some vendors, now that I'm thinking about it, they're always like, just send me your Pinterest board right. so I can see what you want. And my Pinterest board was a hodgepodge. Of yeah. brand. I was pinning like crazy, just little things that I liked. But mm-hmm. like you said, it wasn't my actual tangible right. vision of what we actually ended up doing. It was a mix of things. So I was floating around this Pinterest board and I was like, I remember sending it to them when they would ask. And I was like, yeah, but don't like use it because it's not right. But so this is kind of taking the place of that Pinterest board. Exactly. It's like taking your Pinterest board, pin, pin away. I, I'm still mm-hmm. pinning, okay? <laughs> pin away. 
But then when we're actually getting down to picking vendors and specific to your venue, it's like narrowing that down. And I think the biggest thing that happened to me is I sent, um, you know, my Pinterest board to a florist and she just came back and was like in the proposals were literally the pins that I sent her. And I'm like, I I remember that too. I was like, these aren't your flowers. Yeah. like, show me what, you, show can me what you can do. Show me. And that's when I was, and she was like, oh, well, I followed your vision to a T. You know, I'm talking to my planner. And I was like, oh, was I assumed. Like, right. It was inspiration. I assumed that like I would get feedback about like what works, what doesn't work, right. what, you know, given this space. And I just realized that like, again, not necessarily everybody does that. And so right. if you have a particular vision or if that's something that you want, I just went through and I created everything, you know, now do I also understand that like when I go and I present the vendor presentation, I say, Hey, here's my idea. Here's how I think it fits in the space. Here's what I really like. Show me what you can do. Okay. Okay. So you are saying that when you send it to them, right? Yes. Okay. And is this vendor presentation changing as you're hiring more vendors and getting and finalizing plans with them. Like, I assume you've hired the florists oh, by now. I just got my florists, oh which my I know is like everyone's worst nightmare when they hear that. <laughs> Whoa. Um, but flowers to me, I will say, was not my like number okay. one or two. You okay. Know? But even like the things as like we have the band here, like right. you, your other vendors need to know all that information because it'll affect where they're setting up things and what they're Correct. doing. So you have all of that all of these details in this presentation. Right, yes. And it's like a deck? Yeah, I just did it in Canva. Oh, you know? Canva? Like, this is podcast? Canva, <laughs> sponsor Canva, us. Please sponsor me. <laughs> like truly, we always, Canva is like, we're the biggest proponents yeah. of it. It's easy. It's something that you can send. Mm-hmm. It's something, you know, that I can easily bring up on my phone. But yeah, yep. it's like a working document, essentially. Okay. And so it's like, oh, I called it the Bible earlier, but like, it's like a working floor plan, you know? And right. so it's like, when I, I keep talking about my floors because I just did it, but it's, okay, here are the elements that I want flower wise. Mm-hmm. Now here's where the band's gonna be and here where our tables are gonna set up. How are we reusing the aisle flowers mm-hmm. and putting them at the bar? Or mm-hmm. how are we reusing these candles and adding them you know, to the tables? Or right. it, it just is thinking through those ideas because again, I assumed that like a vendor would be like, oh yeah, like we'll just reuse this. And then I'm getting quotes and I'm like, why am I paying all of this for money double. for double yeah. of these things? Like you essentially have to tell them what you want them to do. Yeah, yep. And so this is a way, like the vendor presentation for me is a way to conceptualize it, think about it, Mm -hmm. visualize it, and then present it. I love this. And they're receiving it well? Like, are they like, thank you, this helps, now here's what I can do? I mean, that's what they tell me to my face. I'm also paying them, you know? So like, who knows? They better. That's a good point. It's (laughs) like, they will. You know, like, who knows what they actually think? They probably are, because a confusing Pinterest board, it's like a lofty goal of like, you know, flowers draping the entire venue. It's like, yeah, I pinned that because it looked cool, not because I actually think we can do it. Right. But I mean, back to the point that I made earlier, you're setting expectations, you know, like we're setting... This is how we're going to communicate moving forward. These are my expectations as a bride. And here's how we'll work together in a bride, vendor, and planner relationship. Oh, I want to like hire you to <laughs> do everything, just work with us and please. plan all of our weddings. You're just like on fire. Huh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without further ado, I do want to get your take on a voicemail and then unpopular opinions. I think we have some time. Um, okay, so it. we have the Betches Brides hotline. It's brand new. Ooh, fun. I haven't even listened to this voicemail because um, I usually do before, but it, we've been flying by the seat of our pants <laughs> um, recording these episodes. So this one is, oh, this one is about bridesmaids. Oh, please. Hi. I'm a June 18th bride, and I have a little bit of a predicament I'd like some suggestions on. So we've had the salon booked for hair and makeup for all the girls for over a year now for this wedding. 
and they told us in our initial contract and every time we talk that we'll be done with hair and makeup on all of our girls by 11 a.m. the day of the wedding. So all of our timelines, the photographer, the videographer, literally everything up until the ceremony and reception, you know, was based on the timeline that we had in the morning. And then about a month before the wedding, the salon called and said they're no longer going to be able to have us done until about noon. So they can have me done, the bride, and I can, um, my mom can be done, and the mother of the groom can be done too at 11. But nobody else can be done until noon now. So I found another salon that's literally in the same parking lot as the salon we're going to, and they have availability. So I could send three of my girls over there, and the rest of us could stay at the same day. Um, and, and we would all be done at 11, like initially planned. We could all go back to the hotel together, have all the getting ready photos together and everything, have them for the morning together. But the one thing I'm super sad about is it gets really, really bad if we're all getting our hair and makeup done separate. Would it almost just be easier to keep everybody in the same place, get done an hour later, and then just potentially miss out on some of those other photos back at the hotel? Just trying not to make people feel left out. Would love your insights. So do I stay the course and just don't get done until noon and move everything else back and keep some of the photos? Or do I split people up so we can all be together the rest of the day? But love your insights. Thanks so much. Love the podcast. Bye-bye. Um, okay. That is soon that's in two days so i feel so bad because when this episode comes out her wedding will be already over but hopefully this can help other brides <laughs> no whatever um no this will help other brides and I'll, we'll check in with yeah. her to see what let she it, did shoot us a dm let us know what ends up happening yeah okay so i'm sure and i i feel confident that she can make the decision on this one but we'll 100%. we'll help we'll help others that are facing similar predicaments because i know this is definitely a similar situation because timelines when everybody's mm. done that we get asked about all the time yeah what are your thoughts so basically yeah to summarize she's looking at having to move it later because the salon tried to move her to noon and she's wondering if her she should send some bridesmaids to another salon right in the same parking lot and be done earlier or push till noon? I mean, I think I always, my first question would always be like, what's your expectation as the bride? We love an expectation. You know, like what, what is, what is your vision for your day? If your vision is everyone getting ready together, we make that happen, mm -hmm. you know? And so that would be like my first probing question to be mm -hmm. like, what do you want? Um, I'd be interested to see her contracts with her um, other yeah. vendors, like photography and videography, if she has videographers or whatever that may be. Um, you know, if you have someone booked for the whole entire day, I don't necessarily see it as a major deal to, to move, an move hour. It, to move them back an hour. Or even yeah. if you couldn't do a full hour, like 30 minutes, no one's going to say no to that. Right. And so like, okay, maybe you lose 30 minutes of photos. Right. You know, but like you'll probably lose 30 minutes and just like people going to the bathroom and freshening up and mm -hmm. doing those elements. Um, my initial thoughts, I'd keep everyone together. I think if you do separate really? people, it would, I do think it would make people feel weird feel weird you just would yeah. you know and it then intentionally or not intentionally people are just going to be like well which who got to stay with the bride and what does that mean about our friendship or mm -hmm. you know I, I would hope that that wouldn't happen but right right no that's that's so true it could cause issues definitely like you got sent to the other salon right. like are you the plan b bridesmaid yeah um or not as close to the bride so very interesting you say we would do that because my first thought with this was uh, like her having to move the timeline. I like shuddered because I remember the timeline was so strict yeah. leading up to and it goes by so fast. And my planner was like really keeping us on the timeline and our photographer. And even then you feel like you're running behind because leading up to the aisle, I just feel like it's so every moment is precious every minute counts yeah. <laughs> it's not like i'm in a game a sports game <laughs> every minute counts out there no but it does like because you're on such a strict timeline it's a and not as many people are but like I, we were yeah. photos were super important to me part of that reason being like my job i knew we were gonna have yeah. to use them a lot but also just like you know photos content was very important also just like all the stuff leading up, being able to do family photos, friends, photos, I, totally. a lot of things. So I, that stresses me out thinking of having to have everybody done a whole hour back. Yeah. So I was going to say, 
I mean, I remember like there were 10 of us bridesmaids. So when, when somebody's in the chair, unless you're over there talking to them, they're really just talking to the makeup artist yeah. and hair person and they're in there for a while. And like, you know, you're not, unless you're all standing in the same part of the room talking the whole time, like you're not together the yeah. whole time. So I was like, you know, it might not be, if I think for her, I would need to know more information. Like is pushing an hour back going to be detrimental right. and offset well, every other thing or is is it is it okay yeah. if not then um then like you said keep it. it it would be more fun to have everybody together but if it is gonna offset the entire day and push back everything yeah. and send everybody into a tizzy send people to the other salon quickly well, have them I, come back i think i would modify my question and would be like Right. Let's modify it of what do you want your morning to look like and more of like what's most important to you. Is mm. most important the feeling of getting ready together or is most important the pictures? Right. You know, right. and so it's like good point. You know, let's let's what what do you want? Cuz again, we'll make as bridesmaids I'm pretending I'm in your wedding, but like <laughs> we will as bridesmaids make what you need to happen, right. you know? And so if those photos are the most important things in you, then yeah, great. Right. We're separating. And if they're not, okay, let's see how we can work through timeline to figure that out. Right. And I would say if you do decide to do the send everybody over so that you're done by 11 and not noon or send the three people over to the other salon, ask that in a way to your bridesmaids that you're like, look, I have to pick three of you. Yeah. I would like, like you have been to your bridesmaids the whole time, just be like very open and honest with them and be like, I got to pick three of you. It's the timeline issue. Would three of you be willing to like go to this salon? They're great too. quickly get your hair and makeup done and come back. And I can tell you right now, I would volunteer yeah. because the, <laughs> it stresses me out on the day. I'm like, 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 just let me get my good hair and makeup done. And then I'm happy. And then I can relax and enjoy the day. I don't know. Just because like yeah. it can go haywire. Yeah. I make so, it fun. You know, like yeah. if you're having to choose three people, have three people who will have a ball, like mm -hmm. send them Starbucks. Like, yes. You know, yeah. like, send like, them make, a little it, make it a little experience. Mm -hmm. Like if, if we have to derail a little bit, let's make it fun. Let's make right. it an experience. Right. I love an experience. Make it a right. theme. Add a theme to it. Even better. <laughs> right. Three Musketeers. <laughs> And now let's begin our unpopular opinion segment brought to you by High Noon. As you know, in this segment, we share your unpopular wedding opinions, and I can tell you that High Noon will be the most popular item at your wedding, your bachelorette party, your rehearsal dinner, any wedding event. So grab a High Noon and let's get into our first unpopular opinion. You know how to play, so we say whether we agree or disagree okay. and why. Okay, so these are submitted by our audience. I picked like Harsh ones. Ooh. Okay. This one is, you don't need save the dates. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you audibly heard me like gasp yeah. out loud. I disagree with that. Yeah. For uh, the type A planner girl. 100%. That <laughs> now, do they necessarily need to be paper? I did paper save the dates. Oh, you like, okay. I don't. I don't necessarily. Did you design your own? Yes, on Canva. You said you're not a visual person. I know. I may, maybe I should have restated you're that. You're creative <laughs> and visual. Um. Canva did them on Canva, um, easy. Sponsor. But seriously, Canva. Let me know. Um, no, I'm kidding. But uh, I don't necessarily think you need paper save the mm -hmm. dates, but I do think you need to send a save the date or even like a text message. Like you need yeah. to let people know, right? Especially again, I think it's just like common courtesy of you're gonna have to get a plane ticket or a train ticket out here. You're gonna right. have to book a hotel room. And I also think like as much time as you can give people just because like you don't know what financial position they're totally. in. Totally. You know? You don't have to stick to the timeline of like eight months, months or whatever. Before this is when you send it. If, as long as you know that date, yeah, send, send it. Send it. I say send it sooner rather than mm -hmm. later. Again, and even if you haven't figured out your hotel blocks or whatever, like people have their own opinions of whether they like Airbnbs or hotels or what they want to do. Like, right. leave that to them. Especially if you want people attending to your, come wedding. To your wedding. Not only because common courtesy, they need to plan to attend, but also because of all the overlap in the wedding boom year this year. I mean, literally, I know people who I've gotten their save the date and then I've told, I've texted them right away, said, I got your save the date, so excited. And then like a couple weeks later, I get another person yeah. save the date, same day. And then I'm like, sorry, already told so-and-so. They said, so it's like, if you actually want the guests, if you don't, if you're like uh, somehow hoping your guests say no, then don't yeah, send a then save you the don't date. Need it. But if you really, if the point of a save the date is to tell people who you want to attend to save your date. Literally. And to start so, thinking about it and to start right. budgeting for it and to start, you right. know. 
I think sometimes this is like a hot topic idea that I have, but like, <laughs> I think sometimes a lot of people in weddings are like, oh, we're giving you a free dinner. Like, you know, you should be so grateful to be here. And I like, it is a that. lot of work to get to a wedding. Oh, you yeah. know, it, you it's are hike. Yeah. You're paying to transportation to get there. If you have kids, I have a fur baby. So like, mm, you know, like coverage, we're, we're boarding our dog, mm-hmm. like, and then I'm buying an outfit plus, you yeah. know, a gift. It's hotel. It's expensive. Yeah. So oh, I disagree. The boarding I've, <laughs> I've recently, cause I have a puppy and recently got on that train. Um, no, I disagree as well. 70% of our audience disagrees that you don't need save the dates. So next one is grooms can see the dress before no one will die. <laughs> like, duh, no one will die. Y'all are harsh. I know. Okay. I kind of agree. See, I disagree. Really? I just think it's special. I mean, if the groom happens to see the dress, agreed, no one will die. Okay, so I guess I agree with it, with this one. Yeah. But do everything you can so that he doesn't. If it's a heterosexual, what am I saying? Heterosexual relationship, do everything that he can't, that you can for the groom to not see it. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm traditional in that sense. I think it comes down... Um, all of these come down to personal preference. So like yeah. on its face, will no one die? Correct. Like if your groom sees it, what? like it right. will go on. You know, um, for me, John Michael was like, I don't want to see it where I was like, oh my God, I'm so in love with it. I want to show you so bad. Like, you know, um, yeah. I'm like, you're my best friend. We've lived together for years. Like, right. I want you to see it. It's, it's like so fun. Oh, I'm so, so you would have if he oh, was like. Hand, he was like, stop showing me. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to see a silhouette of you in it. Like nothing. Because I'm like, look at all these ones I tried on. Yeah. Um, are you guys doing a first look? Yes, we are. Okay. You know, but you want that to be special. Exactly. I mean, but then again, there's a double standard to that. I'm like, he doesn't need to, you don't need to work the first look up to be some yeah. grand moment where like he must cry or else you're done with him. I, yeah. So. But again, like. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm also doing multiple outfit changes. So I'm like, you'll get a lot of different versions of right. me throughout the night. You'll get a ton of first. But, yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's, that's somewhere where I, to me, it's not that big of a deal. I would have happily showed him if he wanted to see or if he wanted oh, to see, come to an appointment, I would have totally said like, yeah, come on. Oh, no. Um, I was like, you hard. <laughs> <laughs> but again, like, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. Personal preference. Yeah. Um, 55 Percent of people agree that they can see. Our audience is very modern and progressive. so We love to see it. I guess I'm being traditional on that one. Okay, buying the bride lingerie is creepy and cringe. I disagree. I like, like, are we talking about for the wedding? Right. I need more, okay, better. I need you more know? context here. Yeah. You know, like if we're having a lingerie party at a bachelorette, like, Totally. Have fun. Right. That's the thing. I've, I've that's, been that's the where my game. That's where my head went. Yeah. was like, because I've gone to so many where we bring the bride. I love the lingerie I think game. it's so fun. I and know then, that's like, probably rooted in some sort of like is. weird history, but I, think I love it. It's so fun. I saw this idea. One of my bridesmaids just went to a wedding. And so they did the lingerie and then they like made a little menu of like all the different outfits that they gave her. They were like, I don't know what their names were, something cute or whatever. But then they made like a little menu for her to like cute. give her groom so he could be like, I want the X, oh, Y, and Z. Oh, that's cute. Isn't that fun? That's like hot. Right. What? I thought, and then they, okay, that. then they did like Polaroids with it. So it was like, she tried it on. They had like a menu with Polaroids and it was like. Oh my God. Isn't, oh. isn't that the cutest thing you've ever heard? Oh, that's really cute. See, we should have done that for Ella, my friend. And we, we <laughs> all got our funny different lingerie yeah. and we should have like taken Polaroids and stuck it on paper. Yeah. And, and then you make like a little, a little, yeah. isn't that fun? That's so cute. That's like a boudoir yeah. shoot. Are I'm, you doing I, one of those? I'm not. No, um, I have done them before. I like, forgot they existed. I've done, oh, you've physically done them? I've done them before. Just because I was like, I want to for our anniversary. Yeah. It looks fun. They're fun. People think weird things about them, but I'm like, the photographers are great. Yeah. If you're doing one of those, you're a cool photographer. You probably have. I also think, like, know your bride. Like, if your bride is like, um, I would would be feel more comfortable in pajama sets like then maybe don't get her right super strappy whatever Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but if she's not yeah, yeah have fun yeah very true 57% of people agree 
that buying the bride lingerie is creepy and cringe. But oh, I no. think they're thinking this means on the wedding day. I do think that is creepy. Right. Like it's if, like if John Michael's Uncle got Joe me, showed yeah. up with like laundry. That would be so weird. I'd cry. <laughs> I'd be like, ah. Uh, no, no. This is why I couldn't do a bridal shower and like open gifts in the moment. Like if someone like. If, yeah. Like my, even a bridal shower. Yeah. That's a little like weird. if they gave me, I'd be. I'd, yeah. Ugh. It depends. If it's like really cute, nice lingerie, I'll, For sure. I'll take it. <laughs> um, but yeah, not in front of like the moms and aunts and grandmas at the bridal shower, please. <laughs> well, that's it for our unpopular opinions brought to you by High Noon. If you didn't already know, High Noon is the premium hard seltzer made with real vodka and real juice and is the preferred beverage this season. Perfect for every wedding event, any event in general, honestly. I love High Noon. I drink it all the time, especially perfect for a nice summer Friday. You know, you go out to the pool, crack open a high noon. It's at every bachelorette party I ever go to. I literally make sure it's there because it's just, it's a crowd pleaser. Nobody doesn't like high noon. Everybody loves it. It's just so good. I love watermelon. I love the mango. The new guava and kiwi in the pool pack is to die for. You have to try it. If the sun is out, it's time for a high noon. Head to your local liquor store to pick up some High Noon for the weekend, or you can find where to purchase High Noon near you by visiting highnoonspirits.com. Sun's up. Okay. Well, Lauren, this was seriously so, so, such a great episode. I mean, you, you just have such a great perspective on all of this stuff. You, I cannot wait to see your wedding oh. unfold. I mean, it's going <laughs> to Me be either. gorgeous. We'll have to have you back on Please. after. Yeah. I'll give, um, you, I'll give you if all of these ideas actually worked, you know? Yes. Because conceptually... They're great, and so far they've been great, but we'll mm -hmm. see how it actually turns out. Yeah, well, thank you. Where can every, we'll plan with Lore. Yeah, I'm playing with Lore everywhere. Okay. Um, TikTok is very wedding, and um, like I said, we're heading on my bachelorette next weekend, so if you want to see some fun Hamptons. Send us um, the stuff, we'll feature. Yeah, Please. Totally. <laughs> You're like, well, I wanted to post. I'm like, let us. <laughs> we can all post. Um, amazing. Mm, thank well, y'all for having me. Yes, thank you, I appreciate it. Till death do us part. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.